On this episode, I got the opportunity to sit down with two creative sisters. Leah and Rhea Gugliata got their start on YouTube way back in the day. In the episode, we discuss how they started, how they avoid being burnt out, and how they turn down the noise of social media. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Let's dive into it. Well, first of all, thank you for making the trek out to Markham. Sorry. I know it's not like uh, the greatest commute, but it's all good. Um, so first off, I just kind of want to start. Everybody that doesn't know you, who are you as humans? What defines you? Like, what do you do best? Hmm. Um, well, my name is Leah Gugliata. Um, I am a media production student at Ryerson in Toronto. What do I do best? Um, you're really good at editing and yeah, coming up editing. with content. Yeah. yeah. Um, my name is Rhea Gugliata. Obviously, we're sisters. Um, what am I best at? You're very creative. You have um, you have good ideas. Like you're kind mm-hmm. of like the brain. Well, thanks. I think we both do though. Yeah. We both like to brainstorm, so it's a good team. Yeah. We have a good team. <laughs> She's very artistic. Right on. So that's like the kind of dynamic as sisters that you guys got going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's just a bunch of starting questions to get a better sense of um, what you value out of life. So first one, um, whoever has it first, basically, favorite book or movie? Should we do both? <laughs> you can totally do both. Okay. Um, you go first. Sure. My favorite movie is called The Shining by Stanley Kubrick. Um I won't get into it because I could go off. But um, <laughs> And then my favorite book is sort of a new one. It's called Ready Player One by Ernest Cline. Um, it's a new movie, but it's a fantastic book. It's a great story. The books are always mm-hmm. better. Always. Yeah, always. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would say my favorite movie most recently is The Quiet Place, like we were talking about. Um, books, I don't really read that much, so... I can't remember what's my favorite one that I've ever read. Honestly, I read Safe Haven a long time ago, and that was it was really good because the ending scene of the movie is yes. really intense. So in the book, it was really good. Yeah. But I don't read that often. So <laughs> <laughs> I feel like most people don't. I I think like audiobooks are coming in. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. I'm very against audiobooks. <laughs> yeah, you want the physical? Yeah. yeah, I buy I buy too many books. I can't even read. Yeah, them she has all. a whole like bookshelf, a whole collection of them, and yeah. she's like running out of space on the bookshelf. Yeah, it's a it's a space thing for me. Yeah, yeah. What's um, your favorite book? <laughs> I read like all the stuff that's like uh, like how to steal like an artist. Oh and that cool, kind yeah. Of stuff. I've been like, wanting to read that book. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like like uh, nonfiction fiction is pretty distant for me i read stuff that's like totally aimed at um business self-help wow um, that's that good kind though of stuff. Nice. you're like getting something out of it you're like learning from it yeah. yeah i guess so what about a favorite album or artist something that's been like on repeat recently mm-hmm. um one of my like all-time favorite um bands is the grateful dead oh, wow. and right um on. also love the who those are probably two of my favorite bands that I always gravitate towards. 
Yeah. I'd have to say I have two also. The 1975, I always oh, have on yeah. re- repeat. We love them. Yeah. And then on the other spectrum, I really like Novo Amor. I think that's how you say it. Mm. He's very chilled and like his music is so soothing. Yeah. I just always gravitate towards that when I'm stressed or when I'm just painting. I just like to put it on in the background. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Um, Spotify, Apple Music. Spotify. Spotify. <laughs> right on. Um, are either of you flat earthers? Wait, what? Oh, flat Earthers? Yeah, Flat Earthers. Oh, recently? <laughs> we might be. We don't know. Recently, we were watching a conspiracy video by Shane Dawson. He's a YouTuber. Mm-hmm. And I, watching it, I was like, there's no way the Earth is flat. But he was talking to his brother, who's kind of into On that. On the fence. He's and like, is it flat? Yeah. It oh. made me, like, question, you know. So yeah, the fence. Yeah, yeah, up until recently, never. I was always like, no, it's, the earth is round. Yeah. But then after watching that conspiracy video, yeah. it was like half an hour long and we both were... We were so easily convinced. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. What fence. about you? I just, I'm just going to go with it's round because yeah, okay. like... <laughs> That's what everyone's been going with for exactly. years. Like, so just why keep is it going. just now that it's like... I know, right? Not yeah. flat. That's why it's a conspiracy because well, it's mean, happening just now. We haven't like, been in space, so you never we know. We never know. True. Yeah. Do you believe in the... Um, the moon landing no i think i think that was faked okay yeah but yeah. It, like but it could be real but it, uh, i've yeah. seen videos on that like of that. like how you could just easily do that yeah so yeah i don't know um <laughs> you should watch the shining then it's one of the theories everyday carries is there anything that you don't leave the house with um my film camera i don't usually right. leave the house without it yeah um mm-hmm. for me gum I yeah. literally am always the person that has gum. So like two or three packages at the bottom of my purse, it's like wrappers of gum. Yeah, she always has gum, which is That's good. the first thing that came to my mind. Yeah. That's the one thing I always have on me. Is this an addition that started when you were younger or? Yeah, for sure. Like <laughs> I've always been the one that had gum. And if I didn't, my parents would carry it for me. Yeah. I, so I don't know, like little chiclet ones when I was little. Mm-hmm. And now I just, yeah, always have it. Yeah. So random. It's also <laughs> helpful <awesome>. though. <laughs> okay, last one um, before we get into it. What is one guilty pleasure you guys have? Dang, I don't know. I have to think about this. I can only think of like YouTube related things, like certain people that we watch that were like, oh, we haven't subscribed to them, but we just watch them because it's kind of like our guilty pleasure. Yeah, uh, that's, yeah that's a good one. You know, so like I definitely there's have a those. few, right? Like, um, yeah. like for the longest time, I don't know if you've heard like Tana Mojo. She's like, she does like story times and stuff. And for like years, I just watched her videos and I never subscribed. There's like a couple. And like recently, James Charles does like makeup. I'm like, oh, this is so far from what I do. Like, I don't do beauty glam makeup. But Mm -hmm. recently I'm like, oh, why can't I not stop? I can't stop watching his videos. (laughs) So in, yeah, that's what I can think of for. I think the only thing I can think of is um, like video games. Yeah, you play video games. Yeah. I like I I can't spend the money on all of them, but I usually get addicted to like one mm-hmm. video game in particular. On like what platform? Um, I I play I buy them on Steam and I play them on my desktop. Oh, I you're recently, like an actual gamer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I recently just um purchased uh, Fallout Four. My it's like um almost kind of like a post apocalyptic. Um, video game and you're like the person and you're playing it's based on your decisions one of those kind of okay. adventure games i guess yeah yeah it's really good and yeah. like roller coaster tycoon oh yeah that's a guilty pleasure yeah. that game is yes. so fun or like harvest moon yes harvest yeah. moon was the best yes 
so old i yeah, know but so good yeah those actual <laughs> classics yes. yeah like on gamecube yes GameCube. <laughs> is that what it's called gamecube yeah yeah that's what i was i thought you were gonna say like just yeah. playing mario oh. kart or something i, was, I know I that for excited. sure we all like grew up doing yeah that. Oh, we had yeah. like gamecube and we and yeah. now we just i think we sold them all yeah we? unfortunately mm-hmm. um okay so now that there's everyone has like kind of a better handle on you um like where did your creative journey start was it because you guys were sisters and you guys were like feeding off whatever you guys were doing younger or is it um did it start solely with youtube when you guys started that um we both grew up watching a lot of youtube Mm -hmm. and her and i we always have had a really close relationship so we just kind of figured one day hey let's make some funny videos we have a good connection maybe we'll be like a sister duo on youtube mm-hmm. um so yeah we kind of started that because we saw other people doing it and it was just purely fun for us mm-hmm. and we just enjoyed editing filming and just hanging out and doing like little con not contests what are they called like challenges, challenges. Yeah. yeah yeah so yeah, yeah. i kind of started just something fun we started at doing them more for fun and then I think once I got into media production in school I learned a lot more um like based on post-production what I could do with the videos Mm -hmm. and like I was obviously she um was able to come up with more ideas because she got more into like more YouTube videos and she Mm -hmm. had way more ideas so we kind of became a little bit more serious about it (laughs) Mm um yeah when when did you guys like create the channel like when did it become a thing um, was it 2013 i think it was 2013 it was the summer of 2013 we're just like okay what are we going to name it and we had the hardest time coming up with a name because our last name is googliata so we weren't going to be like googliata girls it's oh, kind of okay. like a tongue twister so we just went with leah rea because once you have your youtube name and you start you have you can't change the handle unless mm-hmm. you start a new channel so we're just like okay we're just leah gonna go rea. leah rea because it's yeah. our names it's easy, easy. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that kind of sucks that because I've been in the same boat of like, I want to change this now, but yeah. Right, yeah. you straight up can't. I know. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your first video? Do you guys remember that you posted? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it was a blindfold, blindfolded makeup challenge. Yeah. So I was blindfolded and did her makeup. Yeah. So the yeah. first time I That's ever went jokes. on the computer, I was completely like no makeup. And then I looked bad after because she just like <laughs> threw mascara on. She put way too much bronzer. Yeah, and we well, were also in, see. we were also in our basement and the lighting was so no natural orange. lighting. So it was orange. Yeah. It's still up. Okay. We should, we've debated we should... priving it. <laughs> but it's like the whole journey. I yeah. know. It's like where we came from. It's like we started in the basement with terrible lighting and now... Yeah. We have great lighting. We have better lighting. <laughs> I think that's something that's really cool about YouTube. That is like, you can see anybody that you're following is um, their whole collection, like where they actually mm-hmm. started from. You can't really see that yeah. with like movie directors and stuff like that's that. True, yeah. um, that's something unique to YouTube that I feel like is totally underrated. Yeah. Definitely. For sure. So from there, 2013, at this point, you guys have like almost 20K, no? Over um, 10K. Right now we yeah. have... I think almost Over, 19. I think so. But back then at the time, I think our first milestone that we hit was 10,000. Mm-hmm. So that was that was two years ago? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I probably should know. I don't know like the specifics, but yeah. Yeah. We hit 10,000 pretty quickly. Yeah, we hit 10,000 pretty quickly. And now we've just been kind of like at 19 for like a while now. Yeah. But YouTube has also changed in it's the past couple of years. It's, amount, it's yeah. so competitive now. Yeah, so it's, it's harder. I think back then it was a bit more easygoing yeah and people weren't really doing it as like a job or a competitive 
thing so it was kind of more carefree now it's like there you have to put so much thought into like your thumbnail what you title the video how you yeah. edit it how long it is like yeah. it, there's so many and factors there's, there's still a chance that you could get demonetized oh for sure and then yeah not get paid and, mm-hmm. yeah so there's a lot of factors that make it difficult now mm-hmm. did you guys hit the ground running when you put out that first video did you like <laughs> keep putting out videos or was it um, like yeah we are pretty consistent for the first um couple of months almost to a year mm-hmm. I don't remember if we had a set schedule, but we were no. posting as frequently as we could. Yeah. Whenever so. we found kind of like a new challenge, we usually did a lot of challenges. Mm-hmm. And there at the time, there was a lot of different challenges on YouTube. Yeah. We just did whatever was trending pretty yeah, much. That was like the trend at the time. Mm-hmm. But then that would help you guys get on trending, right? That's true. So yeah. like you just kind of playing it how it is. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then... It was just a slow build, basically, from, like, all the way up. Mm -hmm. Do you remember the, like, the first year of Buffer Festival? Like, what year that was? Was I want to say 2014 or 15. 2015. 15, 16, 17. 15. 14. Oh. (laughs) Either 14 or 15. 15. (laughs) Okay. That still works, though. Mm -hmm. That's, like, so you guys have been on YouTube for two or three years. And then have an in with Buffer Festival. What was your experience like that there, first year out? Um, the first year we went more to, um, I guess as fans, yeah. um, to see, uh, there was this YouTuber called Louis Cole, fun for Louis, mm-hmm. and we really liked his mm-hmm. vlogs and stuff. So it was cool to see him. And then the next year, um, our one friend, Jeffrey, um, he made YouTube videos and he was a creator. So he had like plus ones. He brought us with him. That's cool. Yeah. It was really mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. And then after that, it was, we met some more people, which was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Is it like a, like a good kind of connect event? Like everyone's talking with everyone kind of? I think it started like that. Yeah. (laughs) Now it's a little bit more. The featured creators kind of show their work and then you kind of just attend and watch them. Yeah. So it's more like screenings. um, Mm -hmm. Whereas in the first year or two years, there was more networking, I would say. You could hang out with people after so it's kind of changed in that way so um yeah it was definitely more connecting with people the first and second year which we really like that Mm -hmm. so they should probably get back to yeah that's what we think but i mean it's good it's good for uh like the content that they're showing is really high quality Mm -hmm. content Mm -hmm. which is awesome um and i think that's what they intended it to be in the beginning so it might be nice to even keep it like that but then almost have like a networking buffer festival that was like the first and second year yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so basically now it's just like screenings of whatever the top creators are that are invited and then you just kind of sit and watch and then they have like Mm -hmm. a panel discussion or something yeah yeah pretty much Mm -hmm. okay yeah cool it's kind of like tiff but for youtube YouTube. that's what they kind of say yeah right yeah 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 that's pretty cool though because those creators need an outlet for sure um and you guys have been attending that for multiple years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say four. Ever since it started. Four or five years, yeah. Yeah, we've been every year. Mm-hmm. Have you ever like run, like, do you know where your demographic is? Yeah. And, like, it's... looked at the, like, the stats and <laughs> yeah. noticed where people are watching from? Um, oh. Yeah, we have a lot across the lot. Like in the UK, yeah. we have a lot. Um, in the States, we have a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Canada, we do. But I think the it's States and the, the UK is more. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's usually between 18 and 24, mostly females. Mm-hmm. That's sure. what I've checked. But yeah. that's what yeah. I've noticed as well. It's yeah. a big, uh, like big target audience right now is female. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. There's um, like YouTube has openly stated that they want more female YouTubers. Mm-hmm. Really? 
Yeah, there's only, I think, out of the entire YouTube, it's 62% people using YouTube as male, and then the rest is female. So it's yeah. like 38%, and then creators out of that, I don't even know. Yeah. Probably actually, a lot lower. They mentioned that at BufferFest last year, because oh, yeah, there yeah, was yeah. a lot of fe- female-featured creators. So they were like, let's keep this going. We want to see more in the next year. So mm-hmm. they did talk about that. That's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How does it feel? Like, do you guys feel any pressure? Um like online or just like from either being female or just a pressure of like having like over 10k is a lot 19k you guys were saying is a lot of people to be mm-hmm. like have eyes right right so mm-hmm. do you feel like you have to put out good quality stuff or is it just like still something that you're trying to keep fun um a mix of both i would say yeah, but definitely sure. people are looking at your content to be really high quality now just because of what's out there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's why we really, we really like doing vlogs because they're kind of, they're not as structured and they can be a bit more fun. Right. And they can be personal as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. True. Yeah. Opportunity to like learn about yourself is like totally key. Yeah. Um, do you have any videos planned this summer that are like, do we? I think (laughs) so. We have, I have like a page written down of stuff we kind of want to do. Yeah. Um, nothing super crazy we're just trying to come up we might do we recently started um doing individual videos because we weren't always able to collab together Mm -hmm. so she we found that um she really loves like beauty videos um and health like beauty and skin and health and i really love um you know talking about movies (laughs) so we kind of um we still do videos together but sometimes if we're the other person's video like i've started like a series where i talk about my top eight movies and she'll do you know like a get ready with me with her you know beauty stuff which is cool Mm -hmm. because it um it shows like our different interests yeah because that's the thing we found as we've been doing youtube um we both have different interests so always doing a collab together for every video we won't always agree on a video like she doesn't really want to do a makeup get ready with me but i do so by branching off and doing our own separate videos we found that's kind of something where we're going to keep going with that mm. um yeah yeah right on. like just diversify and like reach a bigger audience yeah. possibly yeah um do you guys have a schedule or is it yeah we post on yeah. sundays we try to <laughs> sunday sometimes monday morning yeah so every sunday mm-hmm. yeah people can see a new video and like what do you guys have the like youtube.com slash yes it's youtube.com slash leah raya right <laughs> so on. l-e-a-h-r-a-y-a-h mm-hmm. right on. that's it um so every sunday either one of you is posting mm-hmm. yeah and are you coming up raya with all the ideas or are you coming up with your ideas <laughs> yeah we we collab mm-hmm. um for sure yeah um, and we definitely run our ideas by each other like if i'm gonna yeah. do I don't know, a skincare video. I run it by her and just say, hey, do you think I should do it this way? And Mm -hmm. she'll kind of give her input or she'll help me film it, which is great Mm because you always need someone to kind of be there behind the camera just helping you a little bit unless Mm -hmm. you do it by yourself, which is tricky, but we can still do that. But yeah, we definitely run our ideas by each other. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. And then when it's done... Are you editing? Are you splitting the editing? I usually prefer to edit. Yeah. She's um, faster and like a bit more efficient with it. If she's, if it's like a video that she's done, she'll usually, you know, Mm -hmm. edit. Yeah. But I'll help her and like, and then she, yeah. (laughs) That's just, yeah. We're done. I feel like that's, even when I'm trying to film stuff, like I'll just get my girlfriend to like stand behind the camera and be like, is this good? Is this not good? Because sometimes even like the camera will shut off or like your audio memory card's full and you're like, oh, I didn't, I didn't see that from over here that it was flashing. Yeah. Yeah. 
what are the challenges of like coming up with new ideas it's hard coming up with um unique things that haven't been done before yeah i find is really hard yeah because i feel like i feel like everything's been done Mm -hmm. you know what i mean probably to to some extent is that why it was almost easier like starting because i feel like now you guys are putting out fresh content that's um unique to you Mm -hmm. but you were at first like doing all the challenge videos yeah is that still something that you guys are interested in, like dropping one a month or something? <laughs> like one challenge video a month or yeah. something? Like a throwback. That would be fun. We might, because even our mom, she's like, I miss those, like the yoga challenge. That was so funny. And like, <laughs> yeah. I actually watched that one the other day and I laughed so hard. I might be biased, but it's, it's kind of funny seeing us do like silly things. Yeah. So yeah, maybe we would do like a throwback because mm-hmm. there's not many like challenges or if there is, it's within like the gaming community or it's in like the beauty community. Yeah, so, specific. Yeah, it's specific. So I mean, we could probably come up with something and do a throwback yeah like a fun video once a month yeah <laughs> since your channels progressed over the years now like how do you keep the momentum going like obviously you guys have separated mm-hmm. to try to keep the videos coming is there anything else that you guys have done to um keep the passion burning for it or just keep like having that side hustle mm-hmm. um i think definitely if like one of us is feeling maybe discouraged about youtube or not motivated or mm-hmm. if we just have like a lack of creativity, the other person usually is Sparks good at up. like yeah, pumping idea. that person up, you know, because we don't always feel like filming at the same time. But mm-hmm. some person like I'll go to her with an idea or vice versa. And usually that person will be like, oh, yeah, I'll, let's do that. You know, yeah, you just exactly. need like a little bit of help, mm-hmm. which is good when it comes to like a collab channel, you know, because if it yeah. was just me, for example, if you get burnt out, you just wouldn't, wouldn't post, post anything. Video. Yeah, I feel like that's pretty lucky that you guys have each other for mm-hmm. that. For sure. I know it's really easy to get like burnt out even when you're like maybe feeling creative and it's just like you know what this isn't as what I pictured yeah and then it's just like you're not hyped out it anymore and yeah. it's really hard to like keep going but if you have someone to push you through that and be like no it's good yeah <laughs> is there any um times that you guys are both are feeling like uh maybe this isn't that great like how do you get through that um we have gone through phases like that and we just take the week off like sometimes we'll feel pressured it'll be saturday and we're like oh we didn't do anything like we don't have anything to post we won't just do something for the sake of uploading it on sunday so Mm -hmm. sometimes we do miss stuff but then we'll go on instagram and do like an instagram live Mm -hmm. to like kind of make up for it Mm -hmm. so yeah we do have those moments where we just don't have anything and neither of us want to film or edit because it's it is it's obviously we love it but it is a lot of work too Mm -hmm. so and sometimes sometimes it's better to not post something if you're not happy forced, about it you know yeah. if you're forcing creativity i feel like that's usually when the not so good ideas come and you're like just posting a video for the sake of posting yeah we like to post if we're like if happy our about in it. it yeah for mm-hmm. sure how do you feel about like there's so many people pushing like you gotta create content literally every day I know. Yeah. especially for like instagram and Instagram's stuff Instagram's the worst mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's really hard and just for me i'm I've gone like months without posting yeah. because I'm like, I can't, I didn't do it yesterday. So exactly. like I'm done, I'm over exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I struggle with Instagram so much because we have our own personal accounts. Then we have a joint account. I'll forget about that joint account and then I won't post for weeks. And then, yeah, it's so discouraging because with the algorithm, you have to post mm. frequently all the time with to get your stuff seen. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, that's a whole other game it's park. A lot. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. How do you keep uh, like just your feelings kind of at bay if you're feeling down about creating um like you guys were talking about that you Mm -hmm. you paint earlier yeah um so just to like get away from everything i'll paint and draw and listen to music um 
I don't know, just take a break from the camera because it's kind of, it's a lot always having to have a camera be in front of it. So mm-hmm. mentally we need to take breaks from it. And so what do you do? You do like to what? To like take, take a break. break. You yeah. read stuff um, and I'll read, I'll watch a movie or I'll go on a bike ride usually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right on. Mm-hmm. And that's just like set your mind to like a restart fresh yeah. place. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Would you have any advice for people that are just like feeling that struggle of like creating or just like super down and not in a good mental space Mm. um is there anything else besides the things that you guys mentioned that um might help Hmm. i think taking taking time to like be your like be alone is very important Mm -hmm. because i think social media um can get a little or a lot stressful sometimes (laughs) so taking a break from that um Mm -hmm. you know FOMO is like a real thing. So yeah. just like Truth. taking <laughs> taking a break from, you know, all your social media platforms and just kind of doing something yeah. that makes you happy. Exactly. And like clearing your mind, you know, whatever that is. Yeah. I think and that's really important. Doing stuff that you're not posting about. Like a lot of my art I do, I won't post about it because it's just personal for me. Mm-hmm. Or like even hanging out with friends. Like we don't need to bring our camera with us every single time we're with, we're with our friends because that can mm-hmm. get overwhelming. So I would just say like take time for yourself. For and sure. don't feel pressured if you're not where you want to be because overall if you just take breaks in the long run you'll eventually get to that spot instead of getting burnt out and doing it and forcing yourself to do it in like a short mm-hmm. amount of time mm-hmm. so yeah taking breaks yeah taking breaks and self-reflection <laughs> yeah yes. do you guys have any like uh morning or maybe night stuff that you like uh, i don't know if you meditate or something mm-hmm. like there's so many apps out there yeah mm-hmm. but do you have anything that you do like when you get up or before you go to bed um i think when i get up music is like a thing that i put on mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> always just to get like a positive mindset exactly mm-hmm. yeah yeah. Um, yeah definitely and i think um it might be cliche but like essential oils yeah we both we have, have a like, diffuser and like putting in some oils mm. and just kind of breathing it, helps, it in yeah or even going outside and going for a walk i find mm-hmm. getting fresh air really helps so yeah. like yeah sometimes. yoga as well yeah. yeah do you guys have any have any other like side hustles on the go like other than YouTube individually together. Do you have anything else going on? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, right now I'm just working part-time um, doing like social media and web marketing for a company. But other than that, um, I did start up an Etsy for my art. So that's kind of a constant side hustle that I would love to see it take off. But um, Do you want to drop that real quick? Oh yeah, my <laughs> Etsy. It's a paperback studio. <laughs> yeah. So I do like really stickers talented. and cards and... I want to get into some more um, just stationary stuff, I guess. So mm-hmm. that I would love to see it go somewhere. But that's kind of like my biggest side hustle mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I um, freelance video editing and mm-hmm. videography, um, which is my passion, one of my passions. So it's cool getting, um, you know, referred from people that I've worked with before and saying, hey, I really loved your videos. Come like... I'll pay you to make this video for me, which is awesome. There's nothing better than making like the side hustle and getting a couple bucks from it. Oh, for yeah, sure. Exactly. That's the dream. Yeah, <laughs> yeah seriously. I just yeah. feel like the whole millennial um, like workforce is just trying to do what they actually want to do. Yeah. And like not be forced for sure. into like, yeah, okay, I'll just work at nine wherever. To five. Yeah, nine yeah, to five. At an office that I hate. <laughs> sit in a cubicle yeah. and yeah. just like go out on Fridays and that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who inspires you right now? Either just in generally on YouTube, hmm. like on Instagram. I have a, a a girl that I know. Well, I don't know her, but she's 
from Pickering, I believe. And she does YouTube, um, Chelsea Trevor. She inspires me so much because she's, I think she's about your age or maybe a year, a little bit older, maybe a year younger than me, but she's grown so much in the past little while and she is uploading three times a week. And I don't know, just her Instagram game is like on point. Everything she's doing, I'm like that I strive to like be kind of like that and just get our channel as um, frequent and like posting as often as her Mm -hmm. and all her content's really cute and fun. So her, she's really inspired me a lot lately. Nice. Yeah. Um, someone that's a YouTuber that's always inspired me is Casey Neistat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, just like his drive to always be creating is um, something yeah. that I've always just, you it's know. unreal. Yeah. yeah. It's just something that I definitely look up to. Yeah. He definitely kind of comes up with new things and people like try to mm-hmm. mimic it. Yeah. Like, like even that, that tripod, like we got that tripod. Because we saw him using yeah. it. <laughs> I think like literally everybody has that because of him. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And like they may not even know why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> in terms of like seeing people creating, um, I know for me, like I'll see like Casey or YouTubers that mm-hmm. I like, mm-hmm. or especially on Instagram, this happens so frequently that I'll see photos and there's just going to be like self doubt that comes through. Mm-hmm. Um, from like watching like the YouTuber that you mentioned Mm -hmm. or someone like Casey, how do you not let that affect yourself? Right. Well, it's hard. (laughs) Yeah. It can be hard. A couple weeks ago, I was in a very like creative funk dry spell almost. Yeah. (laughs) And so seeing other people, um, you know, just be so free and be so creative sometimes definitely, you know, puts me in a, in a funk. (laughs) But I think what lifts me out of that is, again like stepping back from you know comparing yeah other to other people but um definitely just doing something that makes me happy and taking inspiration from people but not you know comparing to an extent that's like unrealistic Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I agree I think just taking a step back because Instagram you find yourself comparing yourself with like everyone um so I just try to take breaks from it when I can just to like not be in my own head Mm -hmm. um because like everyone's journey with YouTube or Instagram or whatever they're creating, everyone's journey is different. So yeah, I just try not to compare. It's hard though. <laughs> yeah. What's your stance on like how much to create? Like how much should people create on Instagram or YouTube or just in general as a creative person? Like should you be creating every day or? Um, that's a hard I one. I think you should be creating when you feel inspired. I yeah. think there are definitely people that create and post just to post. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm definitely like an you're advocate, that, yeah. an advocate of posting <laughs> when um, you're when I ha- like when I've just developed a new role of film. I'm not going to post them all right away. I'll post them, you know. Yeah, oh, this is like as know. much as you want to post yeah. them all, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm kind of like that, but also I fall into the wanting to post every day, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty hard on myself when I don't. There was like a month where I was frequent with it, and then recently I've just haven't posted for weeks, and I'm like. Oh, I should start doing it. Yeah. So I just think consistency, whether it's once a day, once a week, or whenever you feel like, as long as you're constantly doing what you're okay with doing, mm-hmm. I feel like that's that's good. Yeah. I feel but. like there's such a fine line because like I'm okay with posting once a month, but that might slip by. But like yeah. if you if you speak in like terms of like a writer or something, if you don't write yeah. um, like every day, you're not going to be a better exactly. writer. Mm-hmm. So like when I try to think of okay, if I'm not like making um, like a video or like a painting every week, am I getting better at what I'm doing or am I just staying stagnant? Yeah. So I think that's a 
super fine line. Yeah, for like, sure. And you need to be like concrete about it. If you're like, okay, I'm going to do this once a week and then like commit to it once mm-hmm. a week. Yeah, sure. I think also writing that down for yourself is good because you're almost like holding yourself accountable. Mm-hmm. I kind of do that. I put on my calendar, okay, I want to get this done this week. And I really, really try to stick to it because, yeah, you want to like be getting better and practicing more. And every time we do a video, um, we're learning from it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that didn't work last time. So let's mm-hmm. do this next time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, for sure. Is uh, Do you guys use any like schedulers or like stuff to organize your week or day or to-do list? Like maybe for Instagram, do you have anything that schedules your post or something? Um, not right now, I don't think. I use um, an, an app that kind of schedules, like you can rearrange your feed, mm-hmm. but nothing that posts for us. Like I know there's um, like Hootsuite or Buffer or something. We haven't really gotten into that. Um, we both have paper calendars yeah, paper in calendars. our rooms, like beside our desks, which is not for Instagram, but just for life. It's nice um, physically writing something down rather than the phone sometimes having a phone alert is not the same as having it visibly physically like on your wall on a calendar and like you can kind of wake up and look exactly what your day is yeah Mm -hmm. um does it have like a picture on the top does it is that like the calendar like the Um, pictures on the top mine just mine just has the like the some flowers and like the (laughs) the month the month and like nice calligraphy Yeah. (laughs) yeah that would be i guess in your in included in the routine of like checking what's on the calendar and what's Mm -hmm. to do um do you do anything else to like keep yourselves in check of like sending emails making phone calls work to do in school or um your job um i have like sticky notes on my computer yeah i have like two um desktop screens so on my one screen like half of it is solely dedicated to sticky notes on like to-do lists and yeah <laughs> inspiring stuff like movies to watch or you know books to read so I think that's good because when I open up my computer I'll be working on one half and the other half has like Spotify and my notes really? <laughs> which is yeah good. she's super organized with her Wait, two desktops not physical no, notes? no it's um sticky notes it's like um oh that, a little like app, app? Yeah. she has Got sticky it. note papers on her desktop yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do that actually at work. I do have sticky notes along the bottom of my monitor, just of things I need to do. Mm -hmm. No, mine's like in the computer. Yeah, hers are in the computer, (laughs) not on the screen. Yeah, I feel like I get like a a pleasure of like taking the actual like physical because I do I do the same thing. I used to have one uh, like a restaurant spike and like take the sticky note and then just like I'm done. Yeah, it just feels like it does feel good because you're physically like putting it on the paper like thing and ripping it you're Mm -hmm. like that's out of the way (laughs) like next thing yeah how much um or is there any content that you actually create and that doesn't see the light of day like if you create a youtube video does every single video get published Mm -hmm. uh no no i mean there's been some that we've made that we just i guess don't really feel like it's up to par i guess like some sometimes the vlogs um i guess if you're not if you're if it's just like a boring day sometimes the vlog is not as exciting and mm-hmm. editing can only take it so far yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah we have a lot of um footage too that just doesn't get into each video mm-hmm. like just the other day didn't you go through and delete some from like way back just yeah. that was so old and yeah. you're like i don't think we'll ever need, need to go back again. in that yeah um we also have stuff that we just haven't posted yet we have oh, a lot of our vlogs trip from our europe trip. our europe trip last year we have so much footage mm-hmm. but that now it's like the... it's never and we it's just we vlogged we vlogged every day and like yeah. where we were um it's something we'll post one day as like a it'll be such throwback, a throwback because we'll look like babies yeah <laughs> 
and like make it like a super vlog like is it gonna oh, yeah, be yeah. long oh, yeah make it, like all cool. vintage looking that would yeah. be cool we could do that thanks for the idea yeah do you <laughs> think do you think it would have been um easier if you were like editing editing it every single day and putting it out mm. at the end of the day yeah but for then sure. that kind of ruins yeah. your trip at the same time yeah. yeah but there is people that do that oh yeah for they sure. edit on the go and yeah. get it done i mean that is super efficient and sometimes i wish we could do stuff like that because mm-hmm. yeah if you put off something long enough like we all procrastinate right like mm-hmm. those those europe trip videos we meant ago. Yeah, it was a year ago and we kept meaning to do it. And then now it's such, it's going to be such a throwback if we do it. So part of me is like, yeah, that would be fun to do it like on the spot, maybe once in a while, just to kind of get it up and post it the next day or in real time. Like we did this today and we posted it like that night or that morning, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't usually happen. Yeah. It also kind of takes away from like the purpose of the trip to enjoy your time. And like you're wasting time sleeping and then be tired the next day yeah. because yeah. you were that would editing. be hard and yeah. like sleep is so big for me if i don't get enough sleep i'm cranky yeah so <laughs> i don't know it's people that have like the hustle where they're like oh i just did 24 hours straight i'm like i could not do that <laughs> yeah no but yeah or sometimes we make a video and within the video we'll say a certain date and it's like we have to post the video oh yeah before you know like the concert one we just did we're like okay we're going to the concert tonight and we wouldn't want to post it like weeks and weeks from that date because then yeah. people would be like wait that concert was like a month ago why did they just say they just posted it yesterday like so sometimes that um not forces it holds us, you accountable though us to post yeah. more mm-hmm. often yeah or if we even put something on instagram being like hey guys this video is going up tomorrow yeah i've done that so many times and then it won't get up i'm like okay, uh, kidding next it's day. Uh, <laughs> next day i just did that like last week i was like yeah. it's taking me longer to edit sorry yeah <laughs> but yeah i think those things are really good to kind of keep ourselves in check and like mm-hmm. be held accountable yeah um what's the audience engagement like for if you're saying the video is going out or if you're doing like mm-hmm. a live or asking for questions mm-hmm. what's Lo- what's that like lives I find are really fun lives are really fun yeah. people like those um we never really announce when we're going to be doing a live we just kind of turn it on so mm-hmm. maybe if we announced it and gave people a few days they would there would be more of an a higher engagement rate yeah um sometimes we'll do um like q a videos mm-hmm. and we'll mm-hmm. just post um a like video a, on Instagram saying, ask us questions, you know, we're sh- shooting in the next two hours. Yeah. But then someone will see the post like the next day and say, oh, like, I, I missed, missed it. it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I but feel I, like those are always really good because then you get direct, like you can answer what directly people want to yeah. mm-hmm. know. Exactly. And they get excited because they're part of it, you know? Yeah. yeah like if that. my favorite YouTuber was doing something, I would be so excited. And I'd send in my question because yeah. like, oh, I might be featured in their video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think our engagement rates are really good when we do that. Mm-hmm. Like including yeah. um, other people. Mm-hmm. Do you guys do strictly Instagram live? Have you guys checked the like the YouTube live thing? Because I've seen a lot of yeah. people like sitting at the desktops and like using... Like, like another camera and yeah like a dslr to like shoot like high quality lives oh, wow. and just sit there for like an hour oh wow yeah we haven't looked into that yet there's so many things that we still need to get familiar with like that mm-hmm. um but yeah we could look that into doing fun. that we've only just stuck to instagram though just because we just kind of prop up the phone and we're just both in her room like on her computer desk and we're just like oh this is easy mm-hmm. but yeah that would be something to look into yeah how have you uh, thought about the whole youtube changing in the last couple of years <laughs> like do you guys were you guys making money um at any point during we were and it was yeah. pretty steady mm-hmm. a couple of years back um yeah it was i was surprised looking back now i'm like oh 
we take that for granted a little yeah. bit because right now it's so difficult and it's not yeah. the same like um yeah it, the change is insane like yeah. while it's happening we didn't even notice it was changing and then all of a sudden we're here today and we're looking back being like wow it was so much easier even before. our views and stuff years ago i was looking yesterday we used to get like five to six six thousand views per, per video. video and now it's like we posted a video and like two months maybe later go by it's like a maybe a thousand yeah. It's just like crazy. And like we've had more followers and subscribers now than we've ever had. But our engagement rates and our views are way mm -hmm. down. And I don't know if it's because YouTube just doesn't show or. Yeah, sometimes it doesn't reach like, like everyone's subscription box. Yeah. Or, mm -hmm. They just so, have like yeah. a di different algorithm. Yeah. yeah. On like who wins. Basically. Yeah, it's so and competitive. It's, it's not just us. It's I watch even a lot of really big YouTubers that are struggling. Mm -hmm. Uh, with yeah. It. yeah i i just the other day saw like a giveaway someone had to post a second video and they're like there's only like 200 video 200 views on this video and i'm doing a give it giveaway yeah, yeah. Oh, that sucks for that <laughs> no, guy it's but. hard and i've actually caught some youtubers deleting videos and then reposting them like the next week because they're like oh it didn't get enough yeah views mm -hmm. i'm like oh this sucks it shouldn't be like this that's so i know i don't know yeah. it's sad but mm -hmm. have you guys um or do you guys use like affiliate links right now to like try to get a little bit? Yeah, uh, more I think money? Um, I recently just signed up for like Amazon affiliate. Mm -hmm. So I use those now. I'm gonna get you on that too. <laughs> but yeah, we're trying to look into stuff like that just to bring in a little bit, you know? Yeah, if the engagement is going down, like something's gotta compensate. Yeah, yeah. it's just crazy. Mm -hmm. And then I also feel like doing, especially for like Amazon, it might be almost easier to come up with ideas because you can base it around this product or that yeah, product sure. or whatever there's so many things on amazon yeah and yeah. it's it's almost more natural because yeah amazon has everything so it's not like you're working with a brand that's so off from mm -hmm. what you're doing um yeah and you can get everything on amazon and mm -hmm. i've been on people's videos where they link a product and i'll click and buy straight through that link i'm like didn't even realize it was an affiliate link and that I just helped them out. But yeah, it's like a win-win like, situation, right? Yeah. Like 20% or yeah. whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. Which is crazy that like some people just live off of that. I know. Yeah. Which. That's a lot of work too. Like pushing all, all that out. Yeah. Is, mm -hmm. Like you can't just do it once and be like, oh, I put out one code. It's like you got to be hustling with that stuff, which is exhausting too. Mm -hmm. But yeah. So. Have you guys worked or or would like to work or has anybody ever reached out to you like brand wise yeah we would love to work with brands um mm -hmm. we kind of have a mix of some people reaching out to us and us reaching out to some people and sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't but we haven't really solidified um, like a, a brand to work yeah with. like mm -hmm. a brand to work with so mm -hmm. we're kind of in that phase where we're learning about it a little bit mm -hmm. and yeah yeah what been, would like best case scenario dream video that you guys collab were co collabing on like I really like the body shop and yeah. they have they stand for like really good animal rights and their products are really good and I've been using it for years mm -hmm. so if that ever came through and we could do like a beauty collab with them I think that would be really cool yeah I cool. don't know who else though there's so many brands that I would love to work with <laughs> like what what type of video if you guys were um doing a video together what type of like lifestyle beauty yeah. mm -hmm. what would it more lifestyle if we did one together lifestyle um, yeah. what's like a brand we would both love to work with or like do something anything where we could travel would be like true yeah so sick right and vlogging, like vlogging we can do well together yeah mm -hmm. so that so, would yeah. be good um mm -hmm. yeah what, what would be like a good um travel spot that you guys would want to visit Ooh. i would want to go any anywhere in canada like i would love to travel canada yeah that would be fun 
but I'm, you know. Anywhere. I would love to go to Greece. <laughs> I see people going there all the time. I'm like, oh, it's so nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's like really far, but. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. I feel like, um, nor- like by Alaska, but on oh, like, yeah. like Canada, I feel like that's underrated. Yeah. yeah. Like all the way north up I there. I agree. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there's probably not that many people there to <laughs> like make it known. So yeah, that could definitely be a cool travel spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What like what would be on your bucket list, both mm-hmm. of you? I really want to go to Banff. Yeah, yeah. she's been saying yeah. that for a long time. I feel like yeah. that's attainable. I feel like we can do that. Yeah. It's like very attainable. Yeah. You can like drive there if you <laughs> really know. wanted yeah. to. I know. Um, I think I that's why my... it's on my list because it's attainable. Mm-hmm. We, well, something that everyone always says is like skydiving and stuff. Like I, that has never been on my bucket list ever, and it never will be. Or I'm like afraid bungee of jumping. Me really? too. No, I'd love to do that. I'm scared of like heights that have edges where you could fall off. Like a balcony. If you live really high up in a building, if I stand on your balcony, I get really so, nervous. Yeah, you get, what if like, there's like rails? On no, that. it still scares me because I think about like falling over. Like my brain is like, oh, you could just fall over this. Like I don't know. I can't do heights yeah. at all. So anything height wise is not on my list. Hmm. I don't know what's actually on it. It's probably just traveling. Like, what if you were on the Grand Canyon? Oh, I, I think I'd throw up, that. honestly. <laughs> okay, I went to the Scarborough Bluffs, and I almost threw up. I was like, I am on this little hill, and there's no fence, and it's just sand, and it's a long drop. So, yeah. no, I'm, I'd love to go to the Grand Canyon. Oh, even thinking about it now is making me nervous. What's one thing that people are sleeping on right now? Literally mm-hmm. anything. Instagram, um, maybe, like, a spot in Toronto. Hmm. maybe people are sleeping on the scarborough bluffs <laughs> but highly unlikely because they're yeah. just, like roped off now <laughs> oh yeah oh hmm. i feel like we've had things that we've talked about yeah. like hidden gems i mean we can talk about post animal so this is um i guess a band uh that people should i think they need way more recognition they're really good they're like um, a psychedelic rock band that i love mm-hmm. and i went to their concert we took Rhea with me um which is cool they ended up like needing a place to stay and they like stayed at our house which was awesome where where uh, where was the venue um Lucky. hard luck bar the hard luck bar so they needed a place to stay yeah. yeah and then how did they end up staying at your house well they do like a poster contest and so my one friend that um is a really good artist he did a poster for them and so he won and he like met the band and oh, then wow. ended up knowing their tour manager so he like uh, tapped me on the shoulder during their opening act and said they need a place to stay like would you know a place and we have like a basement apartment I said yeah they should stay at our house and it just like it just happened and it was yeah. cool because uh, they're like one of my favorite bands so it was awesome meeting them and like it was really yeah. cool and they have amazing music because yeah, there's just, always that little bit of fear when it's like a band you like you're like oh are they going to be like mean are they gonna be nice like you never know what they're gonna be like but they were so sweet yeah very. they were so nice and like having them over it was really it was really fun and Mm -hmm. there's always that little fear they're like are they gonna like trash our house like who (laughs) knows right because you don't know these people and like you just see what you see from like music videos and Mm -hmm. stuff like that but yeah i was really impressed and now when i listen to their music it's almost more yeah i enjoy it more because we have that connection so So you guys yeah. got to like kick it a little bit with them and just yeah. hang out? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. yeah we That's put out like crazy. little snacks for them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so people should definitely check out their music. Right on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, worst trend. Oh. What's the worst trend right now? Oh, there's so many. There's so <laughs> many. I was just going to say I usually don't follow them just because a lot of them are bad. I don't mm-hmm. follow them, but there was that thing that was going around. It was like a hundred layers of something 
on YouTube. It was oh, like okay. hundred layers of foundation, hundred layers of socks. And like nuts. it was a while ago, but it was going around. I'm like, this is just not ending. People are just like, there. There were so many videos of them, but I don't know what Can else. Can clickbait be like the worst? <laughs> yeah, clickbait's the worst. That, yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah, I like, like it's yeah. not even it's not even just on YouTube. It's on Instagram videos. Oh, for sure. And like they have that one second of the video where it's like some crazy picture, and we <laughs> and click, click, we on, click it. on it, and then we're like, <laughs> that picture wasn't even part of the video until the last second. Yeah, yeah, it's so just yeah for clickbait. The thumbnail. Yeah. Clickbait can it's go really bad on YouTube. And though. like just getting you to like swipe up or something. Yeah. yeah. Food spot. Do you guys have any like food spots that you are um, really stoked on right now? Um, yeah, there's a new place in Pickering. Mm-hmm. It's called Shook, I think. It's like a Mexican that is citrus and the smoke. Weirdest name. I know. It's. I think that's how you say it, though. But um, C H U U K Shook. One of the U's or has Chuck. an accent, so I don't know how to pronounce. I'll be really embarrassed <laughs> if it's pronounced Chuck, and I'm like Shook. <laughs> yeah. It's but like no, a it's Mexican. Yeah. It's called like citrus and smoke. Yeah, it's I haven't really been there good, yet, but it looks fantastic. Um, yeah, because well we don't eat meat she's mm-hmm. vegan i'm a vegetarian so they had a lot of options for vegetarian oh yeah vegan. mexican food is yeah a good option mm-hmm. yeah so i was really impressed with that place i even left them a review on google i was like i don't even do this but i'll leave you guys a review yeah because it was good yeah yeah um that's actually funny <laughs> how many times like how many times have you guys left reviews on google none never that was my first one really yeah yeah where, where is this spot it's, it's um, right across from Big M's uh, by the water. Yeah, so it's a nice location uh, too. It's like down by the yeah. water. You can go there and then they walk have down really by the nice, beach. Like specialty drinks too. Yeah, it was just very clean and cute. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I like this place. I will yeah. come back. <laughs> um, do you guys mind talking about like how you? I don't know if it was at the same time like switched to not eating meat. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, sure. You you can start with that. Um, well, I was vegetarian for most of my life. Um, just because I never really felt comfortable eating meat, um, as weird as that sounds to some people. Is that like, (laughs) I'm just, um, can you elaborate on that? Like, is it because of the animals? Yeah. So ever since I was younger, I always wanted to be a chef. That was like my ultimate goal. Yeah. That was my, anytime anyone asks you, what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be a chef. Yeah. And so I was just, I never... I never became comfortable with handling, um, you know, meat on the bone and like, I don't know, it's just something I never, you know, I just love animals so much. And so eventually, um, I became vegan and realizing there's no, at the time there was no spot for a vegan chef in culinary school. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I mostly am vegan because of, you know, I don't, (laughs) I don't like the way animals are treated, you know, um, so yeah, I'm against, you know, like factory farms and all that kind of stuff. I've seen like documentaries and it's just <laughs> yeah. hurts my heart. But yeah. Uh, yeah. And then she always kind of cooks her own meals. That's yeah. why she's, I think able to do it. Yeah. Cause yeah. a lot of people talk to you and talk to me about wanting to be vegan or vegetarian and they're like, Oh, I don't know how to cook stuff. That's it's, al- an alternative. Yeah. So I kind of, obviously like we live together now still. So, mm-hmm. um, she would make meals and I would kind of eat them too. And I'm like, Oh, this is actually good. And then just <laughs> recently I've only been vegetarian since September. Um, which is like kind of around the same time I got my cat and I was like, Holy crap. I didn't know I could love an animal <laughs> so much that I, I yeah. know people like don't really eat cats obviously, but mm-hmm. it's kind of like that connection of like me having a pet. And I was like, I love this animal so much. And then we would go to like 
not farms, but like you drive by on the country road and you see cows and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I feel bad. And I watched the videos and then hearing more from Leah, I just kind of like slowly stopped eating it. And now I don't crave it ever. I think for the most part, it's because um, we live in this like world where the meat is so mass produced that animals are treated, you know, they should never be treated that way. And so it's it's not that we're necessarily against people eating meat, you know, it's just, it's, for me, it's the way they're treated. Yeah. I don't support that. Yeah. If it wasn't so yeah. mass produced and so many people were like eating it this rapidly, it wouldn't be this bad. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. But most people don't even, they're like, yeah, yeah, it's okay to eat um, like eggs and then mm-hmm. have a chicken burger and then eat steak for dinner. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a good, that's a good yeah, like a thing healthy for meal. health. It's yeah. not, you don't need that much meat yeah, no, at all. Exactly. Yeah. Is there, was there any... Um, like I'm personally not really a fan of the documentaries that just show yeah like, the slaughtering yeah the slaughterhouses oh. I'm like that's I know it's aggressive it's like a, a lot it, it is eye opening and like mm-hmm. I do recommend people watch that but mm-hmm. um, there was something on Netflix I think like what the health and like forks over knives or something yeah. oh yeah was there any films that kind of impacted you to to make um for me it was this book called um, In Defense of Food mm-hmm. I can't remember the author but I read it in grade 12 and it was mostly talking about you know nutrition and you know you don't need meat um and I think just recently it became a documentary but yeah it was that book that kind of made me look at food a little bit differently um yeah I can't I can't really watch those videos yeah I don't personally go out of my way to watch them but sometimes um like PETA the Mm -hmm. animal I don't know what it stands for but those videos will pop up on Twitter and I, I just sit there and cry. I'm like, oh, this is the worst. I didn't want to see it. It just popped up. Um, but yeah, I guess we just do it for ethical reasons, like for the animals. Mm-hmm. But then I'm, I don't, I still eat eggs and cheese yeah. or um, sometimes, but milk, I don't drink milk. Yeah. I'll have like cashew milk. Yeah. Cause lactose we're not, doesn't set. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's set a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, like technically, I didn't even know this till I got a dog, but like everybody's mm-hmm. lactose, like yeah, everybody's yeah. lactose. Even like, yeah, because aren't dogs and cats yeah, allergic you just to milk? Learn, yeah, they're not like having cheese and stuff. That's yeah. not something that uh, mm-hmm. they should have. But like humans have just adapted to it. Yeah. But it's so bad for us. Yeah, like cow's milk. Oh, what's it's that meant thing? for like a what? A, like a 300 pound calf or whatever? Yeah, 400 pound for humans or whatever. And, and then yeah, you humans. even said the other day something the chemical that's in cheese or something is like oh. the same part it triggers <laughs> explain that so i i don't know I, I heard someone say how like the cheese is like a, addictive and it hits like the same parts of your brain as like heroin does <laughs> and, <laughs> and people are like, so oh, addicted that makes to sense. it <laughs> yeah that's so nice. yeah, yeah i would 10 out of 10 recommend um anybody to just do their research and like yeah realize that the food pyramid that we learned in school is, is actually not correct <laughs> yeah that's so true that's the biggest thing because they yeah. show you like dairy takes up this much and like meat mm-hmm. takes up this much mm-hmm. and you grow up thinking that and mm-hmm. yeah definitely educating yourself is good and finding out what, what what works for you too yeah. as a person a lot of people think um they can't become vegetarian or vegan mm-hmm. because a lot of guys go oh well where am i gonna get my protein yeah mm-hmm. but you can get protein from so many things yeah and you know so many vegetables so many like beans and legumes and like mm-hmm. peanut butter and mm-hmm. chickpeas and there's so much stuff yeah but. and you constantly learn about new things right mm-hmm. and how to incorporate more protein yeah. and how to cook differently yeah. so but i do understand we're privileged in where we live that we're mm-hmm. able to 
you know, get have the these options. fresh ingredients. Yeah, I know sure. not, not everyone can, so we're definitely privileged in that mm-hmm. sense. How was the transition as a whole uh, for both of you? Like, um, I guess just from eating kind of normally, I don't know if you guys ever ate fast food or how challenging eating fast food is to now making most of your own meals. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, we've never really been big on fast food. Mm-hmm. If anything, me more than you, I think. Um, but like, there's a lot of different options. Like, um, people think that we, there's nothing we can eat yeah, when we go like out. Like Subway, you just get a veggie sub and you yeah. load it up with veggies and yeah. there's a way to customize everything. It's just, yeah. you got to be a little bit creative. Yeah. Um, it takes a little bit more time, but, um, there's like something at any restaurant or any yeah. fast food place really. The only thing I feel bad for you is pizza. You can't right. order a pizza. Right. That's hard. I, I get mm. pizza and I get it without cheese. That's what my girlfriend um, does. Yeah. Oh, she, she is she vegan too? Or? Yeah. Oh, cool. She, and like the diet cheese. Yeah. I've had it. Not. It's no. different. It doesn't it's melt the quite the same. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um, some places do like Pizza Pizza does like a dairy free cheese. But, yeah. Um, it's never the same. Mm. <laughs> what is what's one thing that you guys are thankful for right now as of recent? Oh wow. Um. Um. I'm definitely like thankful to be living where we're living. I was going to say that. Because yeah. um, I'm always in the process of trying to like look for a place to move out and everything's so expensive. Mm-hmm. So I'm thankful that I'm still able to live with my family and kind of like save up money mm-hmm. until I'm able to move out. Because yeah. that's so stressful. Like everywhere downtown, so mm-hmm. expensive mm-hmm. unless you, st- you live with somebody or roommates. So are you still in this process of right now trying to find Yeah, a place? always <laughs> and trying to save up enough money to move out. But mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm definitely thankful that my parents haven't kicked me out. <laughs> I know. So yeah, yeah. The other day I was um, like on a bike ride, and I was just thinking how um, grateful I am for Pickering because mm-hmm. um, we do have kind of like the city, but then you know you can just drive up the road like with my bike, and you're basically in the country. And then we have the water, and we have like everything at our disposal, and we're so close to Toronto. Mm-hmm. I think we're yeah. I'm grateful for where we live, and it's a good place so i totally didn't realize that growing up in pickering until i was like looking for somewhere maybe else. like senior in high school and oh, i was yeah. like whoa i actually like kind of like where we live because yeah. there is like it is convenient you go north yeah. and there's like nothing and then you yeah. go south and there's the water Toronto I know. and all that stuff is yeah, really close great. too um so you guys would prefer a smaller city like pickering over toronto um <laughs> I've always wanted to live like in the city in Toronto I've always yeah. seen that like we went to New York when we were younger and I that was like my goal I was like I want to live in New York in the city so I I mean I still want to experience that but I definitely love kind of like a smaller quieter mm-hmm. city too I think, but yeah I think it depends on um I guess where I'm going after school mm-hmm. um New York is somewhere that I I can like I've I feel <laughs> connected. so connected to New York, but, um, I think I would miss, I would miss Pickering, you know, the advantages yeah. of Pickering, but New York is somewhere that I think I was oh, talking to New my York mom so nice. the other day about, cause I don't really love the busyness of the city, but in New York, I feel like everyone knows where they're going. And so mm-hmm. it's, it's different, you know, in a mm-hmm. way, I don't know. I just, I love the vibe. It's a bit different and yeah. it's kind of like a big version of Toronto. Mm-hmm. Almost. Yeah. yeah it is it is like i did realize that like us on a smaller scale of like people are just like it, it looks like everyone's just got shit to do yeah everyone's exactly. like i'm on a mission and yeah, <laughs> yeah just everyone is uh, accomplishing stuff and i'm like all right well i guess that's m- enough motivation for like me to try to right. accomplish things yeah um 
strictly for aiming um, towards females, any females that may have trouble starting, um, creating mm -hmm. anything, what kind of advice um, would you give them? Um, I would say don't be pressured to do like the typical female stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I think a lot of, I don't know, but I, I feel like a lot of females that want to start um, might feel pressured to do stuff like beauty mm -hmm. or might feel pressured to do female female stuff for example um like my industry um the movie industry is like predominantly male yeah very um, much so yeah, yeah so i you know i'm not afraid to make a video about like my top eight like horror films mm -hmm. even though it's not necessarily our demographic um i'm yeah. not afraid to do it because it's something i love so i think definitely don't be afraid to you know if you have like a weird passion yeah don't be it. afraid to do it <laughs> yeah i i totally agree with her on that yeah. Right on. So follow mm -hmm. your passion. Yeah. That pretty much applies to anybody. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, is there any piece of advice that has stuck with you either over the, over the years or something you've picked up? Like maybe something from your parents or something that you read in a book or heard mm -hmm. in a movie? Um, definitely one that I think both of us can agree on is treat people how you want to yeah. be treated. Mm -hmm. I think that's the biggest thing, just whether it's in your personal everyday life or when you're on youtube or mm. if you're doing like you work somewhere i just think treating people nicely yeah. is so key and i just wish you could just tell everyone that in especially the world today especially today with like so much stuff going on in the world um i think there needs to be more of that just people yeah. like think about it. if you're being rude to somebody like that's somebody's like son or you know like yeah. put reverse the roles if that was like your kid or mm. your brother like would you want them going through that so i don't know i think people need to kind of like have that mindset yeah for sure be nicer to people yeah, i would yeah. agree definitely facts <laughs> where can people find you <laughs> <laughs> we are on youtube at youtube.com forward slash leah rea um my instagram is rea dawn so r-a-y-a-h-d-a-w-n that's like my twitter as well and then what's your um, my instagram is leah googliata it's l-e-a-h g-u-g-l-i-o-t-t-a yeah and then actually yeah, i have a personal youtube where i post just like my film my short films which is leah googs <laughs> right on. yeah do you do you have like the the slash um yeah it's um youtube.com forward slash l-e-a-h-g-o-o-g-e-s so if you're sitting at a computer yeah. or on your phone go check out the links <laughs> Well, thank you very much, ladies, for making the trek and taking yeah. the time out of your day. I appreciate it. Thank Thanks you for, for having, having us. us. Yeah. yeah, this is awesome. Thanks for listening to episode number three. If you enjoyed this episode, I would appreciate you taking the time to maybe leave a review on the podcast app on iTunes, or if you have a question or comment, or maybe you want to send in a voice note or video, email me at hello at thecreativeherd.ca.